Hey sisters, today I want to answer a question that many of us may have said, why does it almost seem unacceptable not to drink in social situations? The pressure's there, right? Before we get started, I do want to read a review today from the She Is podcast host. It says, thank you, Michelle, for offering hope and practical tools that can help people experience the freedom we all desire. Thank you for that. And I am so grateful that I have this platform to share and offer this hope and tools. What you can do as an audience for me is go make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. And if you have not yet, please star rate and write a review because that is really what helps this podcast grow it helps it to show up out there to get it into the earphones of more and more women that could greatly benefit from this that's how apple ranks and shows up it's all about the reviews and um also how people share and subscribe and download that's super important so if you haven't done that yet i would really really appreciate it it would help me grow it would help grow the message and add value to other women out there hey sister do you feel stuck do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different you wake up each morning hoping to do better but when the afternoon rolls around all your promises to yourself are shot and society screams you deserve to have that drink eat that piece of cake and scroll mindlessly through social media hi i'm michelle porterfield certified mindset and breakthrough coach mom of three former daily wine drinker excuse maker and promise breaker Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however and whenever you're listening to this podcast. I thank you so much for being here. I just want to celebrate that I am still in my PJ pants and my cozy sweater. It is February 2021 in South Carolina. And I'm also grateful that we have only had rain where many, many, many states are getting plummeted by snow. Now, will I like a little snow-ish? That would be great. But, because um, it's usually really cool around here, to be honest with you. The times we've had it in the past, the thing about snow in the south is it's really pretty. We get to enjoy it, and then it melts really quickly. It's pretty cool. Now, the kids, I don't know now because in the past, we used to get, I know those of you who live up north and are used to snow laugh at us so much, right? But um, the kids used to just, they would call it, you know, if it was coming or there was bad weather. But now we have e-learning, right? We are post uh, school shutdown here during COVID and 
they have learned that, wow, we can actually continue our education through e-learning. Obviously, it's not the best choice, um, in my opinion. My children have been thriving since they've been back in school, and it's huge that they have the connection with their teachers and other students and the social, and it's just way, way, way more important for them to do that. And there is now an extra capability of, hey, we can just get it done and teach them lessons on e-learning. So that's cool too. So I'm sure though, if we do get snow here, we will, um, we'll have some fun. So, but let me jump right in. I wanted to talk about how there is this pressure when we are choosing not to drink socially. It's kind of feels kind of not acceptable. I mean, that's actually the words that one of my uh, set free sisters in the group has said, like, why does it just seem so much like it's not acceptable to even like go out if you're not going to drink? It's looked down upon. Well, I think it's a few reasons and I'm going to just kind of discuss those today as we're just chatting. So I think one reason is that it mirrors um, that other people see it, right? They, they start to mirror and look upon themselves and maybe their choices. And that makes them uncomfortable. That can make us uncomfortable. Um, we are a social group and um, that's part of it. And a lot of it too is mindset, which I'm pretty sure at some point on every conversation, on every podcast, we'll talk about mindset because it is so powerful. Okay, so number one is, you know what? When we make choices in our lives, it causes others to look at themselves and their choices differently. So have you ever gone out and maybe you haven't seen a girlfriend in a while or maybe it's somebody that you do hang out with regularly and then you're having a conversation and then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, I'm just not gonna have carbs anymore or I'm gonna do low carb. And you're like looking down at your like hamburger and french fries and your soda <laughs> and you're like weirded out for a second or she's like yeah i'm on this no sugar detox and i feel so good i haven't had any sugar and you know that you just binged on gummy bears while you're watching a movie last night um not that i know that that actually happens just saying maybe i have experienced that recently <laughs> And um, so for real, that's what happens is we start to reflect. So it's really not like this judgment that we take on. I mean, sometimes it can be, you know, our brains are designed to judge and our friends judge us sometimes. But I really just think it just when, when people are making choices, especially choices that are maybe uh, against the grain or a little bit more out of the culture so we know people are doing diets we know there's healthy plans out there and we know people quit drinking but it is a bit it's kind of a big deal because culturally we have been conditioned uh around the food and the drink and then that's just what you had been doing with your friends so it just raises this weird like conversation um that leads us into that we are social number two Although we can socialize in so many different ways, food and alcohol can be big because it's really how we were raised or even like our culture that we were raised in or that we live in. And it's just how we see life happening, whether it's growing up or on TV and in commercials. I mean, we're 
We are constantly seeing images of family gatherings around the table and food and then where there's a warmness to this and a thing that especially nowadays we greatly miss because of the last year and a half. It is um, it's something that we crave, but it's usually related around uh, lots of food, celebration. A lot of times you'll see like families drinking wine or... Um, just that's just the culture and also it's just kind of what we've always done right there's a death we go celebrate their life with food and drink there's a wedding there's food and drink there's a birthday party there's food and drink there's just hanging out at grandma's after dinner on sundays there's food and depending on where you're from possibly drink so it's just kind of culturally in us right so we have these beliefs and these things that we're walking around with so we when we make a change it's kind of in our face and so we feel like it's unacceptable so here's the big one all right number three it goes back to our mindset we have to understand that when we make a new choice that there is a conflict in our own mind Okay, there's going to be resistance when someone on the outside questions us and our choices, and it's going to kind of flare up the internal resistance that we're already having. Okay, so we must take the time to dive in to why we want to make this choice and then find evidence to support our choice, to support our vision. In essence, we're actively shifting our beliefs. Okay. What does this mean? So basically, you've been running on the same belief. We talk about beliefs a lot. This is a huge part of what I do inside of the coaching work, one-on-one, um, -on -one, of really opening up the, the view of what beliefs have we been carrying? What stories have we been believing our entire lives? And do we want to continue believing that? Is it even true? And what's a new story? So this is kind of like what, what's going on here is we're going to need to create a new story. But anytime that we make a new decision that conflicts with the unconscious mind that has been running the show, that has been so happy doing what it's doing, then there's a resistance. So if we just say, hey, we do this, we do this a lot, right? I'm going to go sugar-free for 30 days. And then we tell a friend, and they're like, awesome. Or then we're pressured and we go to a, a birthday party. And there's this just internal conflict already happening because your unconscious mind is like, uh, excuse me, why are you not eating that birthday cake or drinking your favorite soda? Like, what's going on? It just won. What's the big deal? This is the same kind of thing that happens with drinking or any other choice that we make. And that's what happens and why we continue to fail. And it just feels uncomfortable because we just sort of decide, but we don't root it in a new story. So here's an example. So we go out with friends and in the past, most all social events included wine, beer, food. We make a new choice not to drink. Exactly what I was just saying. We go out, our brains are ready for this common connection. We choose not to. So the mind drama begins. The unconscious mind, just like I said, does not understand what's going on. Why aren't we drinking? The questions begin to pop up on the inside, 
And maybe even our friends begin to ask on the outside. This is where the outside conflict comes in and we consciously hear it, okay? We can quietly remind ourselves why we are doing this, why this will benefit us in the future, okay? <clears throat> That's kind of what's going to have to happen in the beginning anyway. We've got to consciously say, even though I'm uncomfortable, even though I'm experiencing this resistance, and even though my friend is questioning me, she might not even be questioning me in the sense of like, quote unquote, questioning my choices. She's just super curious, but I'm allowing it to create conflict inside of me. So in the beginning too, I have to just gently remind myself, why am I doing this? Why is it going to benefit me? And I have to choose there again. I'm empowered to choose. I get to choose to have a great time, laugh, enjoy it. And what will happen is this will start the new belief process that you can go have fun and be social without a drink. And then over time, there, this will build a strong, stronger commitment and it's going to get easier and easier, right? So basically, that's what that means. The resistance is normal. We think, why is it almost unacceptable not to drink when we go out? But it really goes back to our mind how we're perceiving the comments people make, how we're perceiving the atmosphere in the room that maybe there's judgment of uh, she's not cool because she ain't drinking and we're drinking. Like almost all of this, it still goes back to the mindset, even if this is a cultural thing, even if it is a conditioning thing from TV or growing up, we still get to choose what is acceptable for us versus what we think is the the public overall view. And my question is like, who wrote the book on it? Who said it was acceptable or not acceptable to drink? Who said that we had to be in the cool club, in the cool kids? Of course we want to because that's, once again, how we were raised. But each of these phases and each of these conversations that I'm having with you is just to continue to remind you that you are your own girl. You got this thing. You have choices on how you think. You have choices on how you show up. Like there's just so much power inside of you that is ready to come out. So this is some of the work, just to be honest with you. This is some of the stuff that goes down after we get into the process of removing alcohol. Because here, here's how it works. And this is what I want to offer you. I want to offer you the opportunity to reach out and just have a conversation with me. If you're just curious about these things that I talk about and you're like, okay, well, I don't drink anymore or I've removed alcohol for a little while and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better, but I can kind of hear what you're saying and I, I see what's going on inside of me. I'm still having an inner struggle. There's still moments where, you know, I wake up a little panicky and I've just tried a lot of things and I feel like I'm okay and I'm gritting my teeth and I'm hanging on, but I know that there's more. If you know that there's more for you, because I'm going to say, I find it, I would find it pretty unbelievable if someone can truly remove alcohol, completely just 
do that and nothing else and just be like, oh, well, I'm just happy-go-lucky and things are going great without doing some inner work. Now, does someone always need someone to do the inner work with them? No, I'm sure it's possible, but you know who you are if you need help. Because I know I needed help and I'm continuing to get help. I have a coach myself. Because a lot of times we need to have these deeper conversations. We need to have someone to shine that light on it. To talk about the beliefs. To talk about how we were raised. What was the conditioning that we had when we were young that we possibly sort of pushed away? That we've forgotten about? What are some stories that we keep telling Like, why are we showing up like a little bit more edgy around a certain family member or maybe towards our husband? Or maybe when we get tired, we, the same stuff starts bubbling up or there's emotion coming from somewhere and we just can't figure it out. And we're just really concerned about how to truly connect with others again, trust them, build real relationships and understand just how to build boundaries and safe, healthy boundaries for you and your entire family. And then just get to a place where you really can begin to know who you are and see what God has for you in the future. And part of that journey is just really reigniting your faith because I know it's in there. It's in you. You've had an experience some point in your life or you've seen something that you're like, I see this in other people and I want to know what this is about. That is your opportunity to really find out who you are and who God is and how to go move forward in this. So if you want some help or you're just curious, like what is this coaching thing? How could this help me? I have some dreams and goals, but I don't know really how to walk them out. That's what I'm here for. And that's what I'm offering to you to just set up a conversation. So you can email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Or you can come straight over to Coach Michelle Porterfield on Instagram and just send me a message. I love voice messages. Those are my favorite. Um, We can get a lot more said in those. Or you can email me too. Obviously, you're going to want to type that one up. (laughs) But if you want to do DMs, just send me a voice message and let's talk. So you know where to find me. I'm thankful for you and I hope this added value to you. And I hope you can take this with you on your journey and possibly even share it with a friend or someone that you know that might have had this conversation with you and she may be struggling too. So until next time, stay blessed, ladies. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.